0: And now, here he is, along with the Fat Jack Dancers, the number one sports consultant in America, the Fat Jack. Hello and welcome
1: to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, the Fat Jack. The weekend is here. It's the middle of November. College basketball starting up. Thanksgiving's around the corner. Are you betting the games? Are you winning? Boy, we are. What a great run as we've gone over the last month, just building profit each and every week. Everybody's making money, and now we've got another weekend here. Time to get signed up if you're not already. We're going to talk about that, get you ready for these games coming up. A lot of people think the uh, college football season's over, not even close. Just because your team might be losing a little bit doesn't mean that there's not great opportunities to make some money betting the game. So go to FatJackSports.com, get signed up. Let me bring on my co-host, Louisville, Kentucky, Mr. Brandon Rush. Brandon, how are you, buddy?
0: I am splendid. Yeah, there's four weeks left in the college football regular season. Then you add in the conference championships and then a month full of bowl games. The profit in college football alone, nowhere close to being done. We're still, what, 90 some days away from the Super Bowl. And as you mentioned, college basketball is underway, and that's going to take us all the way through April. So the profit train is not slowing down anytime soon.
1: Yeah, and it actually, we make more money typically between now and the Super Bowl than we do over the first few months because you add in basketball as well um, on top of that. And the the football game, the volume of football plays between now and the Super Bowl actually are higher than they are in September, October, and to this point of November because of what you said. We have the bowl games coming up that you'll have a Tuesday. We'll have three, four, five, six plays at times when a typical Tuesday, we typically will have maybe one, uh, if any. So... Um, it, it's definitely great value to get signed up. The packages are ref- they reflect the fact that we're not at the beginning of the year. So all you have to do go to fatjacksports.com, get signed up. If you're if you're betting on the games and you're not winning, I I, do, I can't get you back to the start of the year. What I can do is get you into profit. If it took you two and a half months to lose whatever you're down or to be even or wherever you are, give me at least that long to generate you enough profit to get you into into money into the green um, or into the black or whatever you want to say you into into profit if you'll do that then the most important thing about that is that going forward you'll at least have some trust that there is a way to make money other than just closing your eyes and guessing or watching scott van pelt or one of the talking heads on tv that give you a couple of trends and then put you on some losers Um, you'll see that there is a way to make money You'll be able to join guys that are actually making money around the country for 27 years now. This year is going really, really well. After a, I mean, I guess a slow start to the year. Uh, we weren't losing. We just weren't winning a ton, just mm-hmm. little profit. Uh, and then we turned into October, in the first middle part of October, and just absolutely caught fire, had an 11 or 12-2 week, uh, and have done nothing but win since then. All those games are posted. All those games are documented. Go to FatJackSports.com. Look at the results tab on the top right. Click on 2023-2024 football or basketball, either one, and you'll see every single play that everybody's received. And more importantly, going forward, when you sign up, you're going to get those plays also posted there. So you'll know that you're getting only the best plays. They're posted. They're documented. What you'll see is that right now as we're doing the show, we're on a 20-4 and run in the NFL. Uh, it just keeps getting better. And what's funny about that, Brent, I, I was telling you before we started the show, um, I received one one tweet this whole week, um, one tweet, and I received um, one email so far. The tweet said – it was so stu- – you got to be careful. When you go on and you just tweet something, you need to understand that if you tweet something stupid, we all think you're idiots, all you're doing is identifying yourself as an idiot. And I had one tweet, and the guy said, um, you might want to spend less time taping a show and more time worrying about winning at basketball. You're 0-10. I don't even remember what the w- record was, but it was so stupid. We were, at the time, two games up in the NBA. Everybody, every game was posted, every game was documented. But the tweet said something like, you're 0 or 1-11, just something st- ridiculous. Um, And by the way, on on a weekend, this was like on a Saturday night, on a weekend that we had won again, one Thursday. This last week, we won one Monday, one Thursday, one Saturday, one Sunday. Everybody won. This guy decided to get drunk and then open up his Twitter app or whatever, X app or whatever they're calling it, and just spew out stupid things and quoted a record that just wasn't anything. It was just made up. So I meet I didn't I don't even respond to that. I just blocked him and moved on with my day but I got that was the only tweet I got uh, and and by the way we were up then and I don't think I'd lost since this was like Friday I won Saturday one Sunday so everybody's into profit not a lot ton of profit but into profit mm-hmm. in basketball um and then the football and, the, and by the way breeders cup Cool. essentially you doubled your money yep. in the breeders Cup so if you bet the eight races we gave out or I gave out over Saturday, if you bet two hundred bucks, you made at least four hundred, and actually more than that. But just to be conservative, um, at least doubled your money in the Breeders' Cup. Um, I did much, much better than that. But everybody won in the Breeders' Cup for free, and everybody won in football. Saturday we were four and two. Sunday we were three and two. We had one third. Haven't lost. I haven't missed a Monday or Thursday game in about a month.
0: Won the uh, World Series.
1: Won the World Series. Those are free. Nobody paid for that. So that was the only tweet I got with some idiot. I just had to just block because I, as I've said before, Brandon, um, following us on Twitter, I, I, I debate pretty much weekly on just shutting down Twitter totally because I think Twitter's stupid, or X is stupid, whatever. I don't really put out a lot of opinions. I don't think it does any good. I think people just just go there to vent and say stupid things and say mm-hmm. mean things. I don't know that it's worth anything more than that. I don't think there's a benefit uh, business-wise. I'm not sure why I keep doing it. It's the same reason that I go, you know, I went to a bodega and got sushi yesterday in New York City. It's the same deal. If you show up a bodega and get sushi, it's just buyer beware. You know, what are you doing? You've got to put a little more effort into it. You can't just walk. Bodega, for those of you around the middle of the country, is like a, I don't know, a crappy 7-Eleven. A A mini-mart. Little mini mart in a street corner, gritty, super gritty, not a place you want to walk in and buy sushi from. But I did that. And I you know, I take my take my life into my own hands when I do that. But it's the same way with Twitter. I, I continue to do it, even though I don't see very much ben- any really benefit from it. So don't be surprised at some point I just shut it down entirely. Um, but in the meantime I do it because I get free winners out there and I try to send out our record and try to be transparent, try to. Be different than everybody else. It's really difficult to do, though, because it's just so many haters. Nobody ever says any. I I say nobody. 95% of the people out there are just hateful people that that go on to Twitter. And I just I think that's a a horrible space to live. So but I so I got the one tweet blocked that one email sent out sent an email says, hey, 20 and four in the NFL over the last month or so, which is exactly what we are. Brandon, are we 20-4 with the NFL of the last month or so?
0: Uh, that, if it, it might be, you know, depending on uh, a line here or there, you might be, because like Sunday, Saints uh, Saints Bears was 41 total. Um, you know, if you got 41 and a half, great. If you got 41, you push. So, I mean, it's, it's give or take uh, maybe half a unit either way
1: yeah and it depends on when you bet that for sure mm-hmm. that that one and how we grade this is something else I get I get sometimes people questioning you know how we grade how we grade it's very simple. you get a recommended betting guide. it's all posted under the questions tab on the website, but how we grade the games are and because there is no perfect way to grade the games, but if i send if we send out a line three days ago or four days before the games, that is a guide, and those lines that are sent out are a guide to tell you okay, if it's within two and a half points of that number you bet if it's a selection, you bet your top bet amount. If it's worse than two and a half points, you bet half of that amount. That's what the number is that goes out with the play. Because it's important to give line thresholds so people will know, okay, this is what I do if I get a worse line. really matters in basketball because basketball Mm -hmm. lines are very volatile. They move a lot. So what will happen if guys that either can't read or don't want to read Will get a line, they'll say, Well, I can't get that number. I don't know where he even gets that. Well, that's that's not the point of the number. The number is there so that you will know to that's your line threshold. Two and a half points, better bet your full about amount, bet half of that if it's two and a half points were if it's worse than two and a half points of that game, of that line. How we grade the game are the most available lines around the country leading up to kickoff. The reason we do that is somebody that signs up two hours before might get a different line than somebody who has been on for five days when I sent out the picks on a Wednesday. So there's no and, – and sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad. So what we do is I look at the lines leading up to kickoff and grade on that. You're right. The Saints game, it was 41 and a half. If you were two hours before, an hour before, 30 minutes before, five minutes before, it was 41 and a half. So we graded it that. It was sent out, I don't know, four days before mm-hmm. when the line was less. It was 41. You didn't lose, you just pushed that game. But all in all, the NFL is absolutely killing it. College won as well. The point is, I got one email. The guy says, you're, There's no way you're 20 and four in the well, that's, that's just wrong. And all you're telling me when you send something like that is, I'm first of all too stupid to read. I don't want to go to your results tab, and I'm just a hater. So the point is, is that if you're out there and you're just hating, stop doing that. Do a little research. Go to the website. Get signed up. See that you're getting the same picks as everybody else, and then they're posted and documented at FatJackSports.com. Um, last week, Brandon, how did that how did it hit you? Uh, Bedlam, uh, other games. What are your thoughts?
0: Well, I mean, we we saw finally that th- there was a plank too long for Alex Grinch to survive at USC. Uh, apparently, giving up fifty something to Washington was the straw that finally broke the camel's back. Uh, it was interesting, though, uh, from from a weekend standpoint, to see some teams that really, again, are supposed to be sort of the upper echelon teams like Georgia. I mean, they they're they're gritty enough to win, but do they? Uh, granted, they're 42 and 1 in their last 43 or something stupid like that. Uh, but they, they keep finding ways to win. In the NFL, the the Chiefs you know blitz Miami early and then defense locks down. I thought we were in for an absolute track meet at the start of that game. And then it just ended up being a, a typical sort of you know punt field position NFL game, uh a wild game, and then um to see all these backup quarterbacks, Josh Dobbs come in, Minnesota doesn't even know. The, his, his teammates names and leads them to a win. I mean it was it was a wild weekend in, across the uh, across the landscape in football.
1: Yeah, the NFL is always crazy even when you know who's going to be playing. When you get to these backups, the, the general public I just don't think they have a chance because mm-hmm. what ends up happening is you know that game flies over and you would think, you know, common sense would tell you, okay, well if there's backup quarterbacks starting, that it's generally speaking going to go under the total. All right, they've got to go conservative. They can't throw it down the field. That's not necessarily true. Some of these coaches and teams are able to adapt to newer guys or backups that are not that big of a drop-off from the starter that they had. And I'm not saying that Dobbs is not a big drop-off you know, long-term mm-hmm. what Kirk Cousins was. I'm just saying they were able to put him in some spots and him athletically were able to get them down the field and score some points. But I don't know how the general public – You know, handicaps a player that literally had a different jersey on five days before. It's a little like Baker Mayfield when he went to California. So we stayed away from that type of game. Found some easier spots. We were three and two on Sunday, and but it but the the average guy I don't know how they even you know manage through um, a, a regular weekend in the NFL when the when the quarterbacks, especially the most important position on the team, are. They don't even know their names. They don't know who they are. They don't know where they're from. They're just literally guessing. And um,
0: I think this week, Jack, coming up is going to be a very tough week for the public, especially in the in the NFL, because there are three teams that are sort of those automatic bids or automatic bets every week. Kansas City, Miami, and Philadelphia are all on a bye this week. So if the public has had success over the last month or so, last week with some guys who, I mean, Houston had, a, had their kicker get hurt and had a defensive back kicking. Yeah, you know, there's, I don't think there's any way you could handicap that. I'm curious to see, again, that public that had done so well for, you know, a couple weeks after last week and what they do this week with major, major, highly bet teams out, how they, how they fare.
1: Yeah. We, and we were on the right side of that because that we benefit from that. Kicker Mm -hmm. goes out, they're going for too late. Instead of kicking extra points, we end up getting a win out of that. Um, where a lot of people, that is bad luck, but I'm not going to apologize for that win because the week before I had Baltimore when they gave up an onside kick, which you you recover in the NFL about three, 3% three of the time or less, um, to give up a meaningless field goal at the end against Arizona to, to just not cover. Those, as we said, literally for 20 years, those even out. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to apologize when I get lucky on one any more than I'm going to ask for sympathy when – Uh, I I'm on the wrong side of that because those turns the
0: ball over five times in the first half. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You just can't handicap that. And again, those even out. So you don't focus on those. You look at the other games uh, that'll get you in the right spot. Uh, You know, uh, teams like um, you know, Buffalo under the total, those type games. um, That'll get you into some profit that, you know, you uh, are, are more consistent, more steady and, didn't didn't have a lot to do. There were a few couple games like that. You, you talk about the one the game over in Germany, where it looked like one thing was going to happen early, and then teams locked down. And I've said literally for I don't know six months or more going back to last year and into this six months of, of NFL season, where that when you get uh, Andy Reid playing teams that he can dictate tempo to, he does and he keeps totals down, and that's exactly what happened over in Germany. Um, he recognized pretty early we can't just get into a track meet with them, got to control time of possession, just don't turn the ball over and we'll get it done and that's exactly what happened. Last week yeah, General Public didn't do terrible on on Sunday. They had the chief, the, the most bet teams last week, uh Kansas City, Cincinnati and uh Philadelphia. All winners um against the spread. The most bet teams on uh wise: Chiefs, Eagles and Bengals. So, yeah, those those three were uh, very, very popular public plays, and those those games got it done. College, not so much. Uh, college last week, Notre Dame, Michigan, and Texas were the three, all, all losers. Kansas State, LSU, and Missouri, um, and Missouri on the money line. So um, underdogs to win were Kansas State, LSU, and Missouri, all losses. So the deeper you got on what you're trying to get done and playing catch-up, the more likely you were to lose last week in the NFL or in college. So, you know, hard to – hard to to I think the NFL – or the, the college really killed a lot of people's bankroll to where they're probably not stepping out that much in the NFL. And that becomes the thing, Grant, if you're not playing the same amount, that's why we always preach being consistent. Because mm-hmm. if you're not consistent, you're going to miss – and you're a public player, you're going to miss the public winning days because you lost your money – on the the games and the days when they didn't win because honestly you're just guessing anyway. So if you don't want to guess go to fatjacksports.com get signed up there three ninety or excuse me two ninety nine football through the end of November. We have Thanksgiving coming up all the Thanksgiving Day games lots and lots of plays $299 for football $399 football and hoops through November. Longer packages save you even more down to about a hundred bucks a week when you go even through the end of this year. So through December or beyond into the $70 a week range. So if you're a $50 player and you had just done this for the last month, you'd be up about, I don't know, 700 bucks, 800 bucks, at 50 bucks a game. Uh, you can you know, pay a lot of service fee and get a lot of your money back that you may have lost in the month of September if you'll just be consistent in getting these plays, text your cell phone or email to you. So great time to go to fatjacksports.com. Great time uh, to win. Um, what about this week, Brandon, we go into this week. Let's talk Bedlam real quick. Oklahoma, Oklahoma state. Where are you on that? What, what do you think happened there? Are you, you know, you Oklahoma done OSU getting ready to, you know, they going to a new year's day game. Are they going to make the big 12 championship? What do you think? had did that teach us anything? Where is the big 12 as a whole? I mean, who, who's going to the big 12 championship game? Any idea?
0: I mean, obviously Texas and Oklahoma state are in the catbird seat to to control their own destiny to this point. That said, Oklahoma State has a tough test, I think, this weekend in a massive hangover spot when they, you know, they beat Oklahoma on their home field. They they tear down the goalposts and throw them in a pond. Now they gotta to go to Central Florida, who, granted, is not the Central Florida we've seen over the last five or even ten years. But if if Oklahoma State's for real, they handle business down in, in Orlando on Saturday. Now, that that said, if they do Obviously, the, the the path for them to get to Arlington for the Big Twelve championship game gets a, gets a lot easier. And and Texas, I mean, how bad must Arch Manning be if if they keep playing uh, the quarterback that they are in in just hopes that Quinn Ewers comes back? Because he did not even sniff the field in that in that win against K State. And honestly, K State kind of gave that game away. I think.
1: Yeah, I I just. The the Big Twelve it's it's really it's really interesting where the Big Twelve is I you know if you had said the second week of the season well Oklahoma State is in the catbird seat I, after a loss
0: looked, to South Alabama yeah. yeah
1: people would have looked at you like what do you what in the world the, the, the what, what we you should gather in my opinion out of what's happened in the Big Twelve is what I said at the beginning of the season there is so much parity. Teams are very similar. You can throw a blanket over all of them. None of them are great. They're all just okay. And, you know, the good news, that's the bad news, I guess, is that I I don't know that you can – there's a lot of separation in the top to bottom. If you're Kansas or even Oklahoma or – I don't know I put Iowa State in that, but definitely like Kansas State, those type teams, there's not a ton of difference between those teams and the teams that would be controlling their own destiny. And we've seen that in the games. I mean, Kansas State could have just very easily beat Texas, and then they would be in the catbird seat. And and um, there's just not a lot of difference. That's the bad news because the the conference as a whole, not a lot of difference, not a great team. They're all just pretty good. Uh, the good news is is I don't know, you know, other than – and we'll see. But Michigan, I guess, looks like that. But how, who's Michigan's best win? Now They're going to play Penn State this week. We'll see how that goes. Um obviously you have to put Georgia and or Alabama and those there's two or three SEC teams that I think are there's a gap but that gap is smaller than normal normally at this time you have an SEC team or two that you're like those those are prohibited favorites to win the national championship and and whoever wins the SEC is going to you know definitely be controlling their own destiny and a huge favorite to win that i don't know other than that and, and, and that's still the case but it's not as big of a gap as normal that's the good news for the big 12 the acc i guess the pac-12 if they you know gets you know if they get somebody in nobody you know pukes down their leg which uh i don't know if that's gonna happen or not but yeah those tight ty- that's the good news but the bad news is is that you have you have absolutely no difference between a lot of these teams uh, as we head into the live part of the season. But if you've gotten it done, I mean, you're going to be playing in Arlington. You're going to be playing for a New Year's Day bowl game. I don't know that making the 14 playoff is the best thing in the world for a team like that. So I, I don't, you know, it's just so hard to tell what you're actually pulling for if you're an Oklahoma State fan or you're if you're an OEO Oklahoma State fan or if you're a Texas fan. You talked about the quarterback play. Are you wanting them to make it into the 14 playoff? We've seen Big 12 teams go into the playoff for years and and just puke down their leg, get beat by a ton by more balanced teams. Or would you rather, you know, somehow, some way have them lose just enough to not make it in, play in a New Year's Day game against somebody like, I don't know, Tennessee or the loser of Ohio State, Michigan. I mean, a good team, a very good team in a right. New Year's Day bowl game, but not against the you know not limp into the playoff. What are you pulling for? Oh, is it better to get in the playoff and get blown out, or to play somebody in a, a relevant, meaningful game late in the season that you might be more competitive in?
0: I am always for having a shot at a natty. You know, if I, I would rather go to a national semifinal and lose by thirty than to lose an absolutely meaningless game, even though it is a you know a New Year's Six big time bowl game and win that by by ten. I, I would much rather have a shot at a championship.
1: Yeah, and I, I guess I agree. And I'll tell you this, how um, how fun would a 12 team playoff be in a year like this? Oh, it's.
0: I mean, there were um, projections before last weekend's games that had the the 12 team bracket, uh, which is in place. I think what starting next year. Yeah, it's next um, year. But that it would have been Oklahoma versus Alabama with the winner getting Georgia in the following week. I mean, th- there were some a crazy matchups that in those uh, first eight games. Uh, and and if they do it right and, and everything else, this I think this would be a wild year for it. Uh, but it might also be a year where it wouldn't be as entertaining because, like you said, you could throw a blanket over probably 15 teams in the top 25 after, say, Ohio State and and ten, or, um, Georgia – and maybe Oregon that are all interchangeable. So it would be from a a fan standpoint, be an absolutely wild year to to have, but we just got to slug through one more year of, of meaningless bowl games before we get into some, some really fun action with the, uh, with the playoff next year.
1: Yeah. And I don't think, you know, the, the, detractors to the expanded playoff will tell you, well, that just makes the other bowl games mean. I, I think they're always been meaningless. It's not who cares about the Bahamas bowls. He may <laughs> even care whether it's played the Bahamas or not. I mean, I'm from a betting standpoint. I care a lot because yes. that money spends exactly the same as, as picking the national champion, but I don't know that I care about central Michigan and UAB mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, no matter what, I, so I'm just looking for football, obviously, um, and I'm looking for a, a place to get an edge to make some money. But I don't know that anybody all of a sudden these these bowl games are devalued simply because we've expanded the ones that do matter. So I, I think people need to quit. It's the same guy who says you, there's no way you're 20-4 and four in the NFL. He's just an idiot. Get back in your hater hole and, um, you know, go back to sleep. Because the bowl games didn't matter really before. It wasn't about that. Yeah, i tell you who it does matter to are the kids playing in them. Mm-hmm. Some of these kids have never left the state. They get rewarded now with the, the NIL. Yeah, it, they're getting more, uh, generally speaking, across the board rewarded to play. You know, football these universities, but it's still an incredible experience. They get a lot of stuff, and they get a great experience with their teammates and a reward for playing well. So I, I don't care if the average dude who's sitting around in you know Kansas City or you know wherever cares about UAB and and Toledo. I mean, it doesn't matter, but because the kids who are playing for UAB and Toledo, they do care. If they don't, they're opting out. So, I mean, what it's not hurting anything to expand. What it is doing is making, like you say, is Oregon. Oregon is in. If they have an expanded playoff, they're in. Missouri's another team that's in. These teams are going to play in bowl games that that don't matter this year. Mm-hmm. That you know they still have a shot. What if you're Missouri and you get super hot? This team is playing a lot of really good football right now.
0: And this has never been an option for college football. We see this in the NFL all the time where a five or a six seed um, goes to the conference championship game and is a play away from going to the Super Bowl. We've never had this opportunity in college football. And you're right. A team like Missouri, a team like Washington, um, or like you said, like Oregon, if they get hot at the right time. It can lead to some incredible things, and everyone will remember. Everyone remembers Butler going to the Final Four and being a a full-court heave away from winning a national championship. We've never had that opportunity in college football.
1: Yeah, how about the Bengals? I mean, they seem like they make a habit of it over the last few years. Every year they're doing this. I mean, they're irrelevant. Burroughs is either hurt or not playing or something. Then they flip a switch, and they're playing in late January. So, yeah, I I think it's going to be great, and this would be a great year for it. Go to fact – and what's funny, people won't – the, the same haters will look at this and say, well, the uh, transfer portal has been bad. This is a, a lot of this is a product of the portal mm-hmm. because these second and third teamers for Georgia or Alabama that are five stars. that thought they were the Kings of everything. And then where they're not playing, they transfer out of it, get to some of these other bone nicks. I mean, those type guys get to another team that elevates their game. And when, before they didn't have that opportunity without sitting yep. out, there's a whole thing. Um, but now they're able to, Transfer out, able to play for another team. They've they've closed that gap, and what we're getting are more uh, more balance in college football. It's going to be great going forward. I'm excited about it. If you want to make money in it, go to fatjacksports.com. Get signed up. About 100 bucks a week to win long term. This weekend we're going to win again. I, I told you three weeks ago when we were 12 and two over the weekend. These stretches, these streaks can last a long time, and they are lasting a long time. We have not lost. In a week, actually, weekday games have won every game every week in football. And weekends are winning as well. Last weekend we won on Saturday, won on Sunday. Uh, we've hit Mondays and Thursdays going back a month. It's very, very profitable right now. Go to FatJackSports.com. Get signed up and start winning.
0: You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing, log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. Now, I don't want to alarm you. But the holidays are quickly approaching. The winter graduation season is around the corner. And I guarantee you know somebody's birthday that's coming up. And in this day and age, if somebody wants something, they go out and buy it for themselves. But you know what people forget to buy for themselves? Experiences. And you can't fully get the experience without a good ticket. We've partnered with SeatGeek, a ticket app that takes the confusion out of buying tickets. Maybe if you're looking for tickets for a conference championship game, an NFL playoff game, the Super Bowl that boy band reunion tour, or any other concert that's out there, you can use SeatGeek to get the best tickets available. Plus, as a listener of the Fat Jack Sports Hour, you can take $20 off your first ticket purchase when you use the code FATJACKSPORTS, all one word, when you sign up. Nothing beats the gift of live experiences, and nothing is better than getting tickets to see your favorite team or artist play in person. Give the gift of an event and make it a memorable gift now at SeatGeek.com. Use promo code FATJACKSports to get $20 off.
1: Hey, this is the Fat Jack. Another week in the books. We win again last week. NFL's on a 20-4 and 4 run over the last month. Are you betting the games? Do you want to win? Go to FatJackSports.com. Get signed up today for $299. You can get all the football through the end of November, past Thanksgiving, past your turkey and dressing. Get into profit. At basketball, it's only $399 through the end of the month. Longer packages save even more. Go to FatJackSports.com, sign up today, and win.
0: Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Now here is our host, a man who's got our vote. He is the Fat Jack.
1: Thank you, Brandon, so much, Fat Jack Sports Hour, segment number two. Uh, big, big, big time of year. So many things going on. Now, do, you, do we have Breeders' Cup, too? No, you missed it. Slept it. You're going to have to wait another year to get the Breeders' Cup winner. And those were basically you doubled your money. We, we charged nothing for that. It was free. Everybody won. I mean, we hit, what, half the races? Mm-hmm. Hit a couple of yeah, trifectas. At least an
0: exact in half the races, yeah.
1: At least in exact in half the races. A lot of the ones we didn't hit, we had a scratch. So the one horse seemed like scratched at half the races. And then we get money back in those. The rest of them, we had one that if I played super, Superfects, we'd won that too. Hit every single horse at, uh, in the race. So very, very profitable. Those were free. Um, football won. Basketball won over the weekend. Consistently building profit, which is always the most important thing. You can continue to do that. All you gotta do is stop guessing. Get on board. Go to fatjacksports.com. If you're listening to the show for the number and ways to win, great. You're on the right track. If you're listening for free winners, you're doing this wrong, guys. You're absolutely you're the guy eating dinner at Costco. Go and get the free simp samples. Roll it <laughs> around. And then finishing to, with
0: the dollar fifty hot dog.
1: Yeah, and then ending with that. You're getting the appetizers over with the free little cups of shrimp salad. And the uh, beanie weenies or whatever, the little you know pigs in a blanket. And then if you're not full, you're hitting the dollar pizza and then going home and passing out, watching TV, feeling bad about yourself. Don't do that. Go in and get yourself some salmon. You know, something a little vitamin C attached to it. Something that will f- fulfill you up long term, make you some money. I mean, let's go. Quit being that guy. It doesn't cost that much money. It really doesn't. It's less than 100 bucks a week. Are you betting if you are betting 50 bucks a game and listen to this show for free wins, you're a losing gambler. Doesn't make you a loser, just makes you a losing gambler. Don't do that. Go to fatjacksports.com. just invest through the end of the month. It's 2.99. Now you can't afford 2.99? Don't gamble. If you can, just give it a chance. 2.99 through the end of the month. Follow the system 399 football and hoops through the end of the month. Get you into profit consistently, winning week after week. That's what we've been doing for over a month now, and going to continue doing that going forward. And then you'll be, hey, this is fun. <laughs> My balance keeps going up. So do that, get signed up and win. I'll tell you, Brent, I'm trying to adjust I, this this show. It, I know I sound a little monotone. I've had a lot going on.
0: Um, yeah, you're 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 traveling yet again this week, which is is sort of your nature. So you've you've spent a handful of days already in New York sleeping on an air mattress.
1: Gosh, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, my son, they moved and yeah, they live in Manhattan, um, in Chelsea and he lives in a, it's a three story carriage house. And every story is about the size of my closet. Mm. So very, I mean, I say it's a little bigger than that, but I mean, I don't know. I'm going to say four, 300 square feet, 400, something like that. Like, and, and there was an error and he really insisted that we sleep, we stay with them in their, in their place. So air mattress it up we, we down here. It's like being a part of you ever seen Ocean's Eleven? Where the One of my all
0: time favorite movies that I I legitimately legitimately believe I have seen it or at least parts of it over 100 times.
1: Yeah. So, you know, the little Asian dude yeah. that um, is trying to, you know, flip around in the vault. <laughs> That's literally me when I'm doing anything. You got to go to and the that, bathroom.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say you have to get up and pee in the middle of the night.
1: That's on the second like I'm on the bottom floor. Um it's the middle the middle floor. So you gotta go upstairs, flip out of the bed because you can't walk around all the way, and then keep low and then get high and then go up the stairs just to go to the bathroom. So by the time you're doing the bathroom, you're awake. So if it's three AM, I mean you're up and there's cats parkouring off of you.
0: Rad. That's that's two, a good time.
1: Two cats and they're parkouring, like Michael Scott in the office when he's doing park. I mean, just rolling all over you and flipping around. So I, I haven't slept the best. Good news is it's not affected the, uh, the, handicapping. the handicapping at all. It's still been good. But, yeah, for the show, I mean, it's literally – I need a bed. We're going, to, we're going to, the, to the boat now. So this next week I'll be in Florida. It'll be 80 degrees or so, and I'll be sleeping on our, our boat. So um, – good news ahead but yeah it's been a, been a co- tough couple of days from a, just a sleeping standpoint but um we're leaving here today going going south for a few days doing some stuff um, for, for beat the odds the, the top selections on that TV show Brandon, have just crushing. absolutely killed it I mean
0: absolutely crushing yeah and if you're not uh, if you're not watching the show uh, whenever it's on your local area uh they are on YouTube as well beat the odds TV
1: yeah, beat the odds. TV. Um, we'll will uh, get you extra winners and a lot of in- good insight. You know, we give insight to the games, good angles, good good solid information that'll do if nothing more help you with your buddies uh, when you're betting and give you free winners. I mean, we break down a couple of prop bets, uh, player props, and then at the end of the show we give away top winners. And I've I, I missed one the whole year. Um, and that's gonna continue. So uh go to dot get dialed in and start winning. Just got another email. Where is the where is it's documented? 20 and 4. So <laughs> uh, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna send them straight there.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean I they somehow found their way to get in the mail list, but can't click on results. I guess, I don't know, man. I just is this something you want me to send to you or you want me to just
0: yeah, send send them my way because I I feel like I can be a, a good balance of the of the customer service voice, but also the hey, you know what, go screw yourself voice. But I say it in a way that's that's polite, and so they I feel like they maybe get the uh, don't come to me with these type of trivial junk.
1: Or just send them exactly there. I mean, I I want to I want to help people. Yeah, but I just I, I don't want to spend a lot of time helping people on this kind of stuff. I want them to do just do a look. How did you get on the mailing list? If you can't go to the website, I mean, we're not just randomly sending stuff out. They had to have clicked on something to get, give us their email address. And so they, they were, they did enough to do that, but they've never seen the results. It just look, click up on the results tab. And you'll see exactly what you want to see. So I don't know. I just forwarded it to you. just be nice and thorough. Try to give them the right yeah. spot. Fat Jack, by the way, if you're interested, fatjacksports.com Upper right results twenty three twenty four, football results go there. You'll see all the plays in every sport, um, and then uh, then get signed up and start winning. Um, let's talk about college football this week. What games jump out? We're getting we're doing these eliminator games now, Brandon. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Tennessee Missouri coming up this weekend. That's a big one. Um, that one's jumped the fence. Missouri opened up as a favorite, and now Tennessee's a small favorite. What are your thoughts on that? I don't think that we're giving Missouri. Or maybe it's just me, or, or parts of, uh, nationally not given Missouri the credit that I think we should. They've had a very good year. They're seven and two straight up,
0: right? And and, and they're and a team that really has just kind of flown under the radar. And I think the fact that they don't really have that marquee win really has garnered them a lot of success or a lot of respect nationally. And they were in that game against Georgia you know for the better part of of what 45 50 minutes uh, before things kind of went by the wayside but they're they're a salty little bunch and and as someone who's you know grown up in the Big 8 and the Big 12 Missouri's never really been one of my one of my favorites so I'm admit, admittedly biased against them but they are a team that I think that really the, the general public does not know enough about they they're playing well above their skis of late
1: yeah, and and Tennessee offensively, generally speaking, not this last week. I mean, they, they and we talked about that last week that they when they play a bad team, they oh, typically blow them out. yeah they blow them out. It's been easy to make, and I should have released that. I almost released that on Saturday, and didn't this are playing in Connecticut? Yeah, you know,
0: thirty eight point favorites or something like that. And they win by fifty.
1: Yeah, and it really wasn't even close. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess it was close for about five minutes. I think it was three to seven to three or something like that. But after that, I just kept scoring, kept scoring, didn't give up any points, and it was over. So now they get – so do you have an opinion on that? Or I mean, it's obviously just to look at Tennessee well, play the better team that I feel has, has a little better wins, but – That's kind of falling into what you're just talking about. Nobody, I think, nationally has given Missouri the credit that they have due. They open up as a a point-and-half favorite. Now it's jumped the fence. Tennessee's a favorite. What are your thoughts on that one?
0: I like Missouri in this spot. Tennessee has not been the explosive offense that we have seen, especially last year, Um, and like you said, especially against better teams. The fact that this game is in Columbia is what kind of sways it towards Missouri uh, for me, if this was in Knoxville, I'd probably take Tennessee just because Missouri doesn't play all that great on the road, but Tennessee on the road historically is not a team, especially going West is not a team that consistently can, uh, can be able to put points on the board. So that's, that's my standpoint is I, I just think that Tennessee's down offensively. And the fact this game's on the road really kind of sways it to the Tigers.
1: Yeah. So I, I would tell you this, Tennessee, when they play good, pretty good teams, the, the, the totals are going to stay under, mm-hmm. um, and so I would I would go ahead and lean under in this one as well. You can't – if you're Missouri, and I, Vegas thinks this game's close. If you're Missouri, you can't get in a upper 30s type game against no. Tennessee. You're not going to no. win a shootout. So you're going to have to control time possession, similar to what we talk about with the Chiefs or uh, Buffalo, some of these teams that – the perception might be can be a little higher scoring. They have to stay lower, so I would definitely lean under the total on that one. Pac-12 USC after firing Alex Grinch, a two touchdown underdog. Um, yeah, you know, we got Caleb Williams in the stands crying with his mom. I, I, you know, I. It's hard for me. I know the average guy, especially from the mid, middle of the country, is like, "I told you so." You get what you get. But if he had lost Bedlam, he'd be crying also. Mm-hmm. He just, I mean, he, and so whatever. That's who he is. That's fine. Did you happen to see the dude from the dude from um, Last Chance you, Coach Brown, tweet about Caleb Williams crying?
0: I did not. And that he, dude is not. Uh, I, I. He's one of those people that I don't think is a good human. Period. No. He's so important. I can only imagine what his t- his tweet said.
1: So he needs medication for sure. <laughs> uh, he definitely was abused or something as a child. He's just mean. I mean, I don't listen. I I don't know that I condone or don't condone. I don't really care. I mean, if that's if that's a guy's reaction, let him cry. If he wants to go cry in the stands after losing, I I feel bad that he's to that point. That he that's how he's going to handle this. But
0: and I feel bad that there were cameras affixed on him that were just promoting it out into the world.
1: Yeah, but I'm not going to stand over him and point and laugh. Ah, I mean, and Coach Brown, you look it up. But this, this he is. Brown is typical Twitter. I mean, just a real jerk. I mean, something – he called him an asshat, you know, a baby. I mean, just all sorts of stuff that was just – I was like, God, just how about a little mercy? How about a little compassion? The world does not have a lot of compassion right now. I mean, I mean, it's easier, especially if you're an Oklahoma fan or from the middle of will say you get what you get. But, I mean, it's not like he'd be playing for a national title in Oklahoma either. I mean, are they any better offensively after filing – or defensively after filing – after firing Grinch, they have any chance here?
0: I mean, they're not going to learn how to tackle in the next week. They're not going to learn how to play coverage better in the next week. So from a play calling standpoint, I mean, that might be the only uh, benefit for him not being on the sideline is that someone else coming at it with a different point of view, but these are still the same players that gave up 52 to Washington. Um, That said, I mean, the first one to 50 win this game, Question mark?
1: I don't know. I don't think so. I think I, I don't know that USC can get to 50 and win. I mean, they can get 50,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: I, if they get 50, I think they give up 60. I, I just think, I don't know that they can stop anybody. Um, and it, it is, it's schematics along with fundamentally ineffective. I mean, they don't tackle well. I also think they play off coverage when they should play more press. Even if they can't cover, you play press, push safeties over the top, and take your chances against the run. Your linebackers at some point have to do their job in the box and stop draw plays. And that's what these teams don't do. They play softer on running downs, load the box, blitz people, and those guys don't tackle. Now they got eight or nine guys in the box. They're not tackling. They got pro. So it's a combination of things. And Grinch certainly doesn't help. But at some point, you cannot. Sit back. You cannot load the box up on running downs and then take your chances. And then these bubble screens not tackle anybody, which is what they do. They are horribly – and this goes back to OU. It was the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's third and three, and they've got cornerbacks playing 13 yards off, just giving them five yards. I mean, all you do is just pitch a catch. And they're doing the same thing at USC. They're giving up first downs when you have to take some chances. Even if you can't cover it, you have to take chances to try to get a stop on third and three. All you're doing is delaying the inevitable – Mm. If on third and three, you give them five yards, which is what USC does. And Oklahoma did before that. So I I don't know. Caleb, I I wonder where he lands in this. I I would play under in this one as well. I don't think that they're going to score in the fifties. I think they are going to get a little less effective. And I'll tell you, Lincoln Riley has more of this to blame. He should shoulder more of this than just. Hiring Alec Grinch, he has to control, like some of these other coaches do, that one side of the ball is so much more effective than others. So you can't fun and gun score in 30 seconds if you know your defense stinks. You've got to control time possession, keep them fresh, take a little longer. If you have any control over that side of the ball, and I don't believe Lincoln Riley does that. If he gives up a score, he wants to score in five seconds, and take his chances, and that is not okay. Late in the game, they get blown out because he's scoring too fast when he probably could have milked a little more clock, kept his defense healthy, and then scored. So there's a lot of blame to go around. How, does Lincoln Riley keep his job? he's he go to the NFL? What happens there, you think?
0: I, I've long held a belief, and I, I've been banging this drum probably since early September, that Caleb Williams is obviously going to be, barring something crazy, the number one pick in the draft next year. I've held a long held belief that it's going to be a package deal. Now, you know, like whoever, whoever has the number one pick is going to fire their coach. They're going to bring in Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams together and they're going to continue this offensive juggernaut into the NFL. I, I kind of wonder if Caleb's outpouring of emotion after the loss last week was a realization of I followed this man across the country twice. You know, went from DC to Oklahoma and then to Los Angeles. And all this man has done has, yes, gotten me a Heisman trophy, but we can't win games. Do, do I, do we do want to keep doing this? I don't know. I, I would be shocked at this point if, if they didn't stay a sort of a package deal going, going together. Uh, but I, I would, I would be very surprised if Lincoln Riley is back considering the move to the Big Ten because, that offense isn't going to bode well on a Friday night in Bloomington, Indiana.
1: Well, I mean, so how is it in the NFL going to bode well? I mean, the defenses are great in the NFL, even if they're not great. So I don't I, – I'm with you. I just—I think – I don't know that I would hire Lincoln Riley. And if I'm Caleb Williams, I don't know that I want him going with me anyway. Yeah. We've seen other great college offensive minds go to the NFL. They typically stay a year or two and they're back in college. So I don't know. It, it's a tough saga – Hitching his wagon to Lincoln Riley, you're right, individually has has generated a lot of accolades. But I don't know that Caleb Williams has that demand going mm-hmm. forward. Maybe he does. I mean, I don't know the relationship there. But um, I would go under that. The point is I go under that. It's lower 70s, which is a little bit of a red flag. And secondly, I do think there will be a little bit of a, a circle the wagon's effect with what uh, USC's doing defensively. And I don't think Oregon – they do understand the importance of not. And last week I said against Washington, I don't care if it was 97. I would go over.
0: The live total at one point was 105.
1: It was so funny last week. The live total in that was 105. And the live total in the uh, the Iowa-Northwestern game <laughs> got, at halftime was half. 14. <laughs> I at got half, it at
0: 16 and a half at halftime.
1: <laughs> yeah, mine moved down to 14 at halftime. It's actually 14 and a half at halftime. I was like, I've never seen that. Like, nobody's going to score. Did it stay under? I know this, that
0: they... is, this is the same sport.
1: Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Uh, I, I, I guess they've already said that I was getting rid of the coach's son. He's out after right. this year. Uh, yeah, the that game
0: ended up 17 10, or excuse me, 10 7.
1: 10 7. So it did get over.
0: Yeah, oh, only yeah, because did. Northwestern scored a touchdown with like a minute 53 to go to, to really force Iowa's hand late. And then they bombed a 51 yard field goal into the, into the bleachers in Wrigley to win it.
1: I mean that. Who who wanted to go see that? The, the the thing preseason was or before the game was: is this game going to have the most points scored in Wrigley Field this year?
0: And it didn't. There were five. Didn't. There were six baseball games that that the Cubs scored played at Wrigley that had more a higher point total than the football game.
1: Yeah, I just even if you're a pure, a defensive purist, I just I I couldn't. I could not sit there. In the cold for three and a half hours, watching teams not score at all. It just Especially be,
0: you, because you don't drink to stay warm.
1: I don't. Yeah, I'd be just cold. I'd be cold eating hot dogs. Say,
0: you'd be housing, housing hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> just being be- like, well, got, got another punt.
1: Yeah, here we go. Punt it away. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, so uh, if you don't like that, unless you have under, that would have been great. But uh, if you don't have under the 31 or whatever, and that's not going to change either. We talk about USC, and i I've been leaning toward under against Oregon. I don't know that there is a game that Iowa could play that I would say, yeah, you know what, I think over looks good in that one. Because they are inept. Their philosophy is their defense is really good. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited to see them in a bowl game against. You know what would be great is Iowa USC. It, who would win that? What's the line in Iowa USC? And that could happen.
0: I mean, you got you got to assume that Lincoln is staying and that Caleb is playing. That's, if that's yeah. the case, it's it's a it's a 52 to 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 six game for USC. I think.
1: So they score even even with this Iowa Iowa defense, they score.
0: But and it's a blow. because the, their defense is is so good, or their offense is so bad, I should say that they're going to set up easy scores for for USC.
1: Well, I I don't know. I don't know that it's that. I, it just depends on how good this defense actually is. Sure, it's it's hard to know because they are playing a bunch of teams that that generally speaking don't <laughs> score a bunch of points against anybody,
0: or or throw the ball downfield.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to do. If I, I don't, it would be hard to be an Iowa fan.
0: I mean, mm-hmm. much like our discussion about Louisiana last week, just living in Iowa has got to be difficult.
1: Yeah, I mean, you get to get your pick of corn. You've ever, you ever been to Iowa?
0: I've been to Iowa more times than I'm willing to admit.
1: Do you ever stop and just pick up corn from the fields?
0: I've never done that. I've I've been tempted. It just Sometimes you have intrusive thoughts that just kind of roll through and be like, you know what, I could just totally do this right now and no one would say anything. But I, I don't. I, I generally lead a, a more – um cautious life that i did as a teen
1: if i had a nickel for every time i went and just picked up an ear of corn off the side of the road i mean it's just one ear i'm not over there filling up a basket i just you know i just fresh corn one ear you know you get one ear and then you take it and throw it in the microwave or something i mean you know it's the freshest corn but yeah i've done that i've done that a bunch
0: speaking so. of corn uh there's something i'm embarrassed to, to admit that i found out way too late in life and i blame bugs bunny for this What's that? Popcorn is not like regular corn.
1: No, it's different.
0: I I I, I was well into my 30s and perhaps my early 40s before I found out that like the corn that you eat, like corn on the cob or you know a, a whatever, is not the same as popping corn. And I, it, Bugs Bunny, all we cartoons were always you know, hey, you're out in the middle of a cornfield and it's really hot, and then all of a sudden you know the popcorn just starts popping. I feel like I was lied to.
1: You definitely were, but, um, also most of the time when you throw something up in the air, it doesn't come down and hit you on the head. That typically happens in Bugs yes. Bunny also. I throw or if up. you, if
0: you walk off a cliff and don't look down, you don't fall.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can circle back. So yeah, there's a lot of things that I, I'm with you. I tried to take a lot of life's lessons from Bugs Bunny and most of them were a horrible idea that don't apply. So, but yeah, hard to get popcorn out of actual corn. So, um, if you want to get profit out of an investment go to fatjacksports.com nice little segue about eight well you don't want to do it i can try to get it back <laughs> um happens about twice a year um ninety nine football through the end of the month three ninety nine football hoops at the end of the month longer packages save you even more we'll turn you a profit you get basketball thrown in college basketball is here um, great, huge cards every single day. We've been playing one or two games a week just to get the season going. That's that's a new approach, which is generate a little bit of profit. We don't charge a lot for hoops, so it's about 20 bucks a week for longer packages. All we're trying to do this time of year is build profit, just get into profit. And then there will be a time coming up, sooner than later, uh, where we're playing four, five, six games a day in basketball. But there's no reason to go – when we're making so much money in football, there's no reason to go a lot deeper when we're just gathering data in some of these leagues and some of these teams. But make no mistake, there will be a ton of volume coming out later, and we don't raise the rates. I don't raise the rates. They're about the same, about 20 bucks a week long-term to make money. Plays are emailed to you, get them on a portal on the website, Uh pin and a password. You go check them out yourself, and then go place the bets. Go to the results tab. I say this every single week, even though I keep getting – Emails, emails. people not knowing where to go look at anything. Um, Go to the results tab. Click on 2023, 2024 football or basketball. You can see every play, not only that's already been released, but plays you're going to get. They're posted there as well with wins and losses and everything. You're able to add them up. So, yeah, that's I got that. I got Utah. They won. I got I got Nebraska. They lost. You know, those type things are all there. Add them up very transparent, and most importantly, winning plays that will get you into profit. This time of year proves every year that there's there's not there's, I can't win enough games to not get people that are crappy. I mean, it's just impossible. People are so mad with their own decision-making that they feel the need to reach out and call me names or question things with us simply because they have made decisions not helping them win. If you want to be that guy, just get signed up and start winning. Go to FatJackSports.com. Easiest way to do that. Lots again coming up. This weekend,
0: you're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1 800 298 1383 or the simplest thing log on to fatjacksports.com and get ready to win. Hey, it's Brandon Rush from the Fat Jack Sports Service. If you want to stay in touch with everything related to the Fat Jack, follow us on all the socials Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, you name it. We are there at Fat Jack Sports. You can also watch the Fat Jack Sports Hour on YouTube every weekend. Plus, see funny clips from the show. See Jack's appearances on the nationally syndicated TV show Beat the Odds. Stay connected to the Fat Jack at Fat Jack Sports on all the socials and on YouTube. Hey, this is the Fat Jack. Another
1: week in the books. We win again last week. NFL's on a 20-4 and run over the last month. Are you betting the games? Do you want to win? Go to FatJackSports.com. Get signed up today for $299. You can get all the football through the end of November. Past Thanksgiving, past your turkey and dressing, get into profit. At basketball, it's only $399 through the end of the month. Longer packages save even more. Go to FatJackSports.com, sign up today, and win.
0: Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. And now here is our host, a man who's killing it in the NFL of late. He is the Fat Jack.
1: Thank you so much Brandon Fat Jack <clears throat> sports hour excuse me segment number three you know the uh, how hot we are in the NFL it, it really is kind of overshadowing the fact that every sport is winning mm-hmm. um, it's not like we're you know we're losing everything else the NFL's the only thing we're talking about um, everything's winning the, the UFC swept on Saturday
0: yeah that we we are f- 40 50 minutes into the show didn't even mention the the four and0 Saturday night
1: yeah, and that's just extra money. It costs very little. That's about 20 bucks a week to make money in the UFC, and, and those were, that was an absolute sweeper, including one of them was like a four. Plus four
0: 385, plus, I think, yeah.
1: Yeah, plus 385 underdog straight-up winner, Jordan Sherwood, a, doing a great job in the uh, UFC, and adding those plays will make you even more money. We've only talked about the Breeders' Cup sparingly that basically doubled your money. If you bet $1 a dollar. Uh, exact and a dollar to 50 cent try and across the board, or you bet a thousand dollars exact a box, $2,000 try, whatever you bet, you doubled your money over the, over Saturday in horse racing. And again, that costs nothing. Those were free. If you're on any type of football and or combo package, you got sent that for nothing. Um, And college football won as well. One on Saturday winning each and every week, but the NFL is on such a strong run right now that, that's kind of where you know where we go when we're talking about overall. But I, I do worry that people are like, oh, yeah, he's, he's got to be a liar. 20 and 4. Nobody's 20, 20 and 4. No, somebody is 20 and 4. We're 20 and 4. So I'm close. That guy. That guy. This guy. I am him.
0: <laughs> that's the kids
1: say. as the kids say. That's right. I am that guy. I am him. So go to FatJackSports.com. If you're looking for profit, not only in the NFL, but every other sport, then you have come to the right place. Guys, go sign up. Brandon, this guy signed up, and he didn't put Barker. He put B-A-R-K-W-R.
0: I mean, to be fair, on the keyboard, the the traditional QWERTY keyboard, W is right next to E, so maybe he just fat-fingered it. But when you misspell your own name, that's a little problematic.
1: Come on. I mean, yeah, just take enough enough time to spell your name correctly. That's all I'm asking. I guess I'm being a little bit picky. You're being
0: picky at this point, yeah.
1: Yeah, probably. You know, that's what happens when you get three emails calling you an idiot. And then um, and then you get a guy not spelling his name correctly. So now I'm in fixing the name, trying to get it back over into the spot. But any you know, good news, he wants to win. I'm excited. He's going to win. Um, it's nice when we're, when we're running so well for so long because this week's we're going to win all – unless we go negative four in all the terms, we're going to win again this week. This could last – will last all year long when we're dialed in like this. Unless we get a bad variance on turnovers, which we're not gonna do. So go to fatjacksports.com. We've been we've done a really good job of staying away from those games. Like you say, we got you know receivers kicking extra points and mm. uh, quarterbacks going out in game, we're on a back We've stayed and even the late turns. I mean, we'll have every once in a while we'll have a bad beat here and there, but we'll be on the right side of those as well. So if you're signed up long term, you're okay with a bad beat loss because you're I'm surrounding it with wins. And then you know that you're going to get a good one of those going forward, to where you don't have to overreact um, to any one game or two games, because long term, you know, you're going to uh, be fine uh, making profit. The um, Big Twelve. Before we turn to the NFL, Big Twelve. Any of these games coming up where there's an upset coming up?
0: I mean, I touched on it earlier. Oklahoma State's only a two-point favorite at UCF this week. That should send up some red flags, uh, but should. that's that's not where I'm going. Cincinnati Bearcats first. Big 12 win, plus two and a half at Houston this weekend. I mean, has Dana Holgerson just been mailing it in ever since he got to Houston? Because let's face it, this guy just living off reputation.
1: Is he married?
0: I don't believe that he is. I haven't kept up on, on, on Holgo.
1: He seems like the type who moved to Houston, got a smoke show for a girlfriend. He's like, you know what? I like the coaching, but I like this girl more. And he's just spent a lot of time just, you know, getting after it with some very flexible smoke showers. Early and, and not, 30s, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's why sense an appearance for what his team's putting on the field. Because he used to be fiery, mm-hmm. screaming and yelling at everybody. He, I don't even see that, really. He's calmed down. Well, that's what happens, I, I think, when you're, you know.
0: She's really into yoga, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's super flexible. <laughs> adventurous, all those things. And he's like, yeah, you know what? We got beat by 30, but, you know, Mandy's still over here waiting after the game, so I'll be okay. (laughs) You know, that's just, wow, that's how he looks. That's how his team looks. That's how he looks. Like, yeah, you know, I'd relax. We're here cash
0: and checks. We're we're good.
1: Yeah, I'd like to win. It'd be great to win, but as long as Mandy will let me tag in her friends, you know, after the game, I'm okay. You know, I'll I'll be just fine not winning. Because you're right. I don't know that that's the big upset I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice to see if they won. I think you're right on the <clears throat> Oklahoma State game. The line is certainly a a red flag. I mean, mm-hmm. only two and a half points. Uh, it is a letdown spot. The good. I will tell you this. Generally speaking, letdown spots are less likely to happen when you are um, a running team. You don't have to throw it well. You mm-hmm. play, generally speaking, play good defense. You're kind of under-assuming type vibe that your team puts out there you that travels really well typically um, and so i do think this could be a close game which is basically what, what vegas is saying all they gotta do is basically win three three and a half four they win um but you're right a four and five team at home that hasn't been particularly well um, now we'll tell you this we saw this us ucf team against oklahoma if you're one dimensional their defensive backs will come up and fill Yep. you'd better throw it down the field. We saw that in Norman they are very good tacklers in the secondary and it really helps them keep games close. So I'm not sure it is a stylistic matchup for Oklahoma. Uh, other big 12 games Baylor, Kansas State uh, we touched on um, you know Houston and and that game so I, I, a lot of these teams have bias Texas Tech, Kansas, that's another one that you definitely could see Tech who's playing better a four and five team getting only three and a half in Lawrence. To the 21, 21st ranked team. Uh, here's what I tell you: one of those two teams loses, either Oklahoma State or Kansas. One of those two teams loses. Okay. Uh, probably not both, but one of those loses. Um, I Vegas still kind of undervaluing the Jayhawks. So
0: I mean, they were underdogs last week at Iowa State and handled business. So
1: yeah, and got it done pretty easy. And I, I talked about that when I went on Kansas. I could see them stumbling. Vegas certainly, and Iowa State is really good at dark after dark in uh, at, at home. Yep. But they're not very good, and they're certainly not very good offensively. And Kansas, if nothing else, will score some points. Um, they take, take a real aggressive uh, style and they, uh, a risky-taking style. When that pays off, Iowa State's going to have trouble coming back against anybody. They need to keep it close. Uh, NFL, let's go there real quick, Brandon. We think about the NFL this week. What games jump out at you?
0: San Francisco at Jacksonville. The 49ers coming off a of bye. Um, really kind of need to get their stuff together. They're on a, on a bit of a losing streak with a really tough schedule coming up. Um, I have a f- uh, good friend of mine who's a, a 49ers fan and he's, he thinks the ceiling's falling and they're going to go one and four during this next, uh, a handful of games. But, uh, I, I'm very intrigued to see what they can do after, you know, kind of getting their, their tail kicked a little bit off a of bye going cross country against a team that's trending upwards of late.
1: Yeah, things should be better for them. They, they're getting healthier. They needed a buy. I mean, it came at a really good time. Also, Shanahan's really good off of a buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he typically plays well. Generally speaking across the league, when you come off a buy, it's about a 50% prop bet. So uh, they cover about – you always talk about buys. You feel like a team that goes on a buy, they reset, they get them a little more imaginative. But over the last 15 years or so, it has not produced a lot of profit against the spread. It's been about 50% doesn't matter if it's road, favorite, road, underdog, whatever. Off a buy, about 50%. So don't just assume teams going off a buy. Uh, there will be a, a statistical edge uh, as uh, against the spread. Going into a buy, there is a benefit, especially when you have a good team, a better team, uh, laying points, whatever. Uh, that's a good spot going into a buy. That seems to have more – that's more of a sub, almost 60% uh, cover. So be careful just generally playing uh, underdogs – but you do get San Francisco as as a good team off a of bye with a coach that typically takes that time and does well. We played against uh, we played for a couple other teams in exactly that spot Go, coming off a of uh getting well at the right time, a little more imagination. Uh, we did we played the Rams off a of bye a couple weeks ago and they were an easy winner in a spot that everybody's like no they're gonna they're gonna lose and no they they aren't because McVeigh um, seems to do a pretty good job off a of bye as well. Um, The rest of the league, not a lot of of huge matchups. you got the Bills laying seven and a half to the Broncos. That's the Monday night game. Lions-Chargers, Lions Lions at one and a half point favorite at L.A. Uh, That's an intriguing one to me, a little bit of a litmus test for both of those teams. Mm -hmm. Chargers should take care of business at home, uh, yet they're an underdog. Lions, people can't figure out what they are. There's a few teams in the league that when they play somebody good or really good, they don't show up. The Dolphins are in that certainly right now. Yeah. Uh, when they play a team over 500 that you know has a winning record, they not only look human, they lose. Uh, when they play a bad team, you're like, wait a minute, this team could go to the Super Bowl. So I've
0: got I've got a stat on Tua for you, and really so. I guess the 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 Dolphins as a whole, uh, two and eight straight up in three six and one against the spread away from Miami against teams with a winning record. Miami has failed to cover the spread by nine and a half points in those games.
1: Yeah, they're, they're good when they play bad teams. And that's, you know what, that's a, they're going the right direction. But like I said, with them and Detroit a couple weeks ago, let's just hold, pump the brakes a mm-hmm. minute. You know, let's just pump the brakes. Let's see what they are when they play a better team. Let's beat somebody decent before we put them in the Super Bowl. Because a couple weeks ago, everybody's put them in the Super Bowl. This offense is amazing. Nobody can yeah. cover Tyree Hill. And I, I, was, I was one of the few people are said, hold on. They, they look bad against Buffalo, look as bad against Philly. They ain't not beaten anybody any good. Now they get beat by the Chiefs. Let's beat somebody good before we start putting them in the Super Bowl. Same thing with Detroit. Everybody talks about the coaching relationship to the team. It's really difficult in the NFL to go from not very good to one of the best. It's typically a stepping stone that you do in this league. You made the playoffs one year. The next year you take that step, i.e. Baltimore. Which is why we got him at eighteen to one. Now, am I willing to put Baltimore in the Super? Absolutely not. Baltimore doesn't look like a team that's going to make the Super Bowl right now. Are they a team that can get hot, i.e., Cincinnati, at the right time, play a little better offensively? Absolutely. Lamar Jackson's going to have to be more accurate passing the ball down the field, or they're going to lose early in the super, early in the playoffs. Also, but that's the type again. We, and yeah, the Dolphins not very good. Against good teams, Giants uh, going to Cowboys. This is going to be one of those teams you might go rake some leaves while watching football. You rarely say that. Some of the weeks it's like there will be no honeydews this week. Yeah, nobody This, is, this is a heavy
0: with Thanksgiving coming up. You know, hey, you might have to get stuff done before people come over. This is the weekend you're probably going to. Yeah,
1: do I mean, normally Angie's list is off the hook some of these weeks, <laughs> or Angie or whatever they mm-hmm, call it now, mm-hmm. the list or Angie. I don't know they shorten it and because there's just no time. I mean there's too many games in both Saturday and Sunday. This week, I mean you could find some gaps to go ahead and put up a light bulb or something or you know, hang something. the Christmas lights. Hang the There you go, hang the Christmas lights. I mean I'd still you know, Jack and them have a person his name's Patel or something and he comes over. I said Patel is the man of your household. He comes over cuz my son was raised by me, apparently not by my wife. My wife is very handy. She does most of herself. My son is about as handy as I am. So you just, he, have,
0: you just have different skill sets. That's all
1: we and, and he and I both have no skill set as it relates to doing anything handy at the house. So he, they call Patel. He comes over, does whatever they need and move on with their day. I, we don't typically call Patel because my wife is Patel. She does it all. And we just that's her skill set. So this week. If you don't know what you're doing, call Patel and then supervise him. You can have one guy on the game, one on Patel, and now you're getting stuff done, you're watching the game. If you do it yourself, if you're a light guy to put up your Christmas, like this is probably the weekend. What's the marquee game? We're out of time, I'm sure, but what's the marquee game of the weekend before we get out of here?
0: I mean, it depends. Depends. Are you a USC guy or are you an Iowa guy from a, from a, a watchability standpoint? So San Francisco-Jacksonville, probably the, the the more intriguing game if you like Pillow or, uh, you know, rock fights in an alley, Ravens, Browns. I mean, those two teams, anytime they get together, they absolutely, the franchises absolutely hate each other. It's usually tight games, typically low scoring games, you know, a 1916 type, you know, type of game. So that'll, that'll be the, the, the fun one if you like the, the more Iowa style game.
1: Nobody loves that unless you're, you go live in Iowa and your kid plays right guard for him yeah. Everybody, even if you're an Iowa fan, you're like, I could use some more points today. Um, this total is 38-and-a-half. That that, you're right. That is a very good game, actually. Um, Cleveland, especially if teams don't score a bunch of points, they've been very, very good at holding teams down and scoring enough. And the Ravens, that's right into what they like to do. They yeah. don't like to score a ton of points. They'll keep it close until they get uh, the right opportunities. Lamar Jackson gets loose. You worry about turnovers with him, though. He's certainly uh, turned the ball over. So are we out of time? We are. Let's get out of here. All right, guys, wager responsibly. Don't drink or drive. Go to fatjacksports.com. Get signed up. Win this weekend for less than 100 bucks a week. Two ninety nine dollars through the end of the month. Three ninety nine. dollars Add those hoops, plays. College basketball's here. Big weekend coming. Enjoy your weekend. And for next, for Brandon and the Fat Jack until next week, this has been the Fat Jack Sports Hour.
0: You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1 800 298 1383. Or the simplest thing, log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. Now, I don't want to alarm you but the holidays are quickly approaching. The winter graduation season is around the corner, and I guarantee you know somebody's birthday that's coming up. And in this day and age, if somebody wants something, they go out and buy it for themselves. But you know what people forget to buy for themselves? Experiences. And you can't fully get the experience without a good ticket. We've partnered with SeatGeek, a ticket app that takes the confusion out of buying tickets. Maybe if you're looking for tickets for a conference championship game, an NFL playoff game, the Super Bowl, that boy band reunion tour, or any other concert that's out there, you can use SeatGeek to get the best tickets available. Plus, as a listener of the Fat Jack Sports Hour, you can take $20 off your first ticket purchase when you use the code FATJACKSPORTS, all one word, when you sign up. Nothing beats the gift of live experiences, and nothing is better than getting tickets to see your favorite team or artist play in person. Give the gift of an event and make it a memorable gift now at SeatGeek.com. Use promo code FATJACKSports to get $20 off.
1: Hey, this is the Fat Jack. Another week in the books. We win again last week. NFL's on a 20-4 and four run over the last month. Are you betting the games? Do you want to win? Go to FatJackSports.com. Get signed up today for $299. You can get all the football through the end of November. Past Thanksgiving, past your turkey and dressing, get into profit. At basketball, it's only 3 dollars 99 through the end of the month. Longer packages save even more. Go to FatJackSports.com, sign up today, and win.